with a view from sitting on the fence. This is Backyard's non-tech channel. Hey, how's it going? Backyard's non-tech channel. Sitting on the fence. Yes, I was planning on launching this channel next month, but there's a few things I want to get off my chest. For my viewers from my main channel, Backyard Tech, well, you've known about this. For viewers who have probably never seen this channel and weren't aware, I do have my main channel, Backyard Tech, but this channel is completely non-tech. Here we'll be talking about news stories, media, television, radio, sport, politics, economics, social issues, just all the other stuff that I am interested in outside of technology. So, and this is pretty raw. Won't be any funky stuff here, let me tell you. And blunt. Um, as I said, I was planning on launching this channel next month, but yesterday, the unemployment figures came out here in Australia, and, oh, shit. Now, admittedly, I'm in, in those unemployment figures, but I'm long-term unemployed, so I just add to the carnage, basically. Australia has a population of about 25 million people. 836,000 of them, or 38,000 of them, out of job, out of work. It's about 7% of the population. However... The federal government's JobKeeper platform, probably masking that, it's probably closer to about 10% of the population, so 2.5 million people out of work, long-term unemployed included. The COVID-19 pandemic has whole-smashed every single country around the world. Some countries are doing better than others. We are, although you'd hardly think so. The way our, the way some state leaders are talking, here in Victoria, we are in a shit of a position, if you listen to everything the government says. We're as bad as some European cities, let alone the US. And I have some very close US friends, four in particular. So... You know, we, we by no stretch of the imagination are out of the woods yet. We're, we're, we're deep in the shit. However, Scott Morrison and the Australian federal government, on the whole, have done a fairly good damn job in keeping Australia somewhat going. Our friends across the Dutch, New Zealand, shut down. But their economy is nowhere near as big as Australia's, and restarting their systems is a hell of a lot easier than restarting ours. But the jobs yesterday, I mean, that's fucking terrible. Literally fucking terrible. Um, now... Oh... For those that are new to the channel, I like coffee, so I'm having a cuppa this morning. I've been in a few social media spats 
specifically on Facebook for months now during this pandemic. I know the health concerns. We all understand the health problems. You know, the virus is a shit of a thing. And of course, China doesn't want a bar of it. They, they really just don't care about other countries other than other communist dictatorships and authoritarian countries. Forget liberal democracies. My problem at the moment is we all know the risks of COVID-19. We all know it's highly contagious. We've all worked that out. No government here in Australia and no health bureaucrat either, be it Australia's chief medical officer or various states and territories chief health officers, have a plan. Yesterday, Scott Morrison and the Federal Treasurer Josh Frydenberg came out with a jobs plan to try and get 800-odd thousand Australians back into work. Great plan. That doesn't fix the economy. You see, getting 800,000 people back into work improves the economy from a tax take point of view. That's fantastic. What are you supposed to spend your money on? Can't go out anywhere. Can't have fun. Jobs and putting people back into work does not fix an economy. It fixes it fixes the economic side of the economy, which is true. You put so many people back into work, your government's tax take from that work goes up, relieving this pressure on welfare. That's clear. That works, doesn't it? That's simple maths. You put, if JobKeeper here in Australia is hiding the unemployment figure being close to 10%, so two and a half odd million Aussies out of work. If you put one million of them back in, the tax rate goes up, the tax take increases, and therefore the economy recovers. But that's only the economic side of the economy. That's not the social side. At this point in time, here in Australia, we are being told to keep 1.5 metres apart. Now, my US friends, you guys are six foot. So whether you're talking between 1.5 and 1.8 metres, okay? Let's say we get a, we get the treatment and we get the um, vaccine for COVID-19 by August or September this year. I know, wishful bloody thinking, but let's say we do. Right, let's say we get it. You're still not gonna have society. You're still not gonna have a full economy. Why? It's fairly simple. You see, when you drive a stake through the heart of society, that's a wound. And we know wounds take time. The one wound that will take time is confidence. So it's all very well and good to have a jobs plan to get people back to work. What about a social plan? 
What about a plan to get society itself to come back together? Now, frontline workers, hospital workers have been at the coalface of this. They're tired, they're worn out. The bureaucrats have not been. The pencil pushers and the paper watchers have not. They're the ones that drove the stake through the heart. Here in Australia, the chief medical officer of the country and various states and territories chief health officers who are medicos by themselves. Now, what's a medical person supposed to do? Try and fix you. Now, I got into a Facebook spat some weeks ago when I said medicos are loving this. And as usual, people got the wrong end of the bloody stick. I wasn't talking about frontline workers. I was talking about the bureaucrats and the chief health and medical officers of, of Australia are loving this at the moment. The population is apart. They've got complete control. Now, a doctor or a nurse or what have you has to fix you as best they can. Now, I mentioned this some time ago over on my main channel and that, that I will lay you London to a brick here in Australia that if we do get the vaccine and the treatment, the Chief Health Officer and Medical Officers of Australia will disappear into the ether. Theory? Well, they've done their job. It's not up to them to fix the economy or the social fabric of the country. Their only goal is to stop people getting sick. Well, no, I don't agree with that. They drove the stake through the heart. The cure well, the treatment has been worse than the actual virus, they've got to fix the problem. Look, we all understand the dangers of the virus, but there's no forward thinking. There's no, yes, admittedly, it's very hard to think about the future, but there's no theoretical planning for bringing people back together. There's no theoretical planning for bringing back public confidence. You see, right at the moment, we're dealing with a pandemic. Right? We're dealing purely just with a pandemic. The immediate pandemic may be over, but there's an ongoing pandemic as well, which will have a continuous economic effect. Here in Australia, we were told to stay home. If you can stay home, you have to stay home, especially here in Victoria. Because let's face it, most Victorians know that Daniel Andrews is a puppet of the Chinese Communist Party. The theory at the moment is he talks to China more than he talks to Canberra. He gets permission from China to do things. That's probably highly likely. Now, GPs and various other medical professionals have become worried. Well, shit, didn't you know that was going to happen? If you're told to, if the public's told to stay home, they stay home. If you're, if you, if you don't have to go to your doctor, you're not going to go to your doctor. Now you're going to have a worse pandemic because people have stayed home for the COVID pandemic. But now you're going to have a drag on, which will, on the public health system, because people are behind in their treatments and checkups. That just adds to the economic pain. Now, telehealth has been great, but it doesn't suit everyone. 
838,000 Australians, about 7.1%, not including those on JobKeeper. JobKeeper is supposed to end in September this year, six months. We don't even have a vaccine or a treatment for it yet. So how the hell the government's going to get out of this one, I don't know. I was happy to see Maurice Payne slap a diplomatic punch across the face of China. Isn't it funny? Really funny, this. Have you noticed when you start saying you don't like the Chinese government, some people call you a racist? I said this over on my podcast some weeks ago, that if China wants to become part of, you know, the global society, they really should respect other countries. We know the CCP demands respect, but never gives it out unless you're a communist dictatorship. Seven point, I mean, I'm in that 7.1%. I'm long-term unemployed, so I just add to the pain. And so do other long-term unemployed people. I just add to the pain. But the fact is, is that if your only plan is jobs, that doesn't fix society. That fix that fixes the money side of it. It doesn't fix the societal side of it. It doesn't fix public confidence. Let's say the unemployment rate is 10% of the Australian population, two and a half million people out of work in a population of 25 million. Well, it's 24 million, 990 something thousand. Near enough, damn it, to 25 million. Say 10% of them are out of work. That's two and a half million people. That's a big strain on the government's welfare purse. That's fine. Say you get... one and a half back. So say you get one and a half million people back into work. That relieves the pressure on the you know welfare purse. That doesn't fix society. Jobs don't fix the stake in society. Jobs don't fix public general confidence. Jobs fix the money. Jobs fix the tax take. But that doesn't fix the stake that's been driven into society because of COVID-19. In fact, that fixes nothing. You can have everyone back at work and that's fine. But you keep people apart. You keep telling everyone to stay one and a half metres or six foot, whatever you want to call it, apart. And you don't have a plan to help people come back together as a community. How does that fix the bloody economy? Now, whilst I agree with almost 90% of what the federal government's done here in Australia. And they have done a damn good job protecting Australia from what could have been catastrophic for the country. We are marginally better than most other countries. We're not exactly the best country in the world. You look at Thailand, you look at Taiwan, and they have done a fantastic job. Would you put Australia in the same boat as, say, the US or the UK? Depends on how you want to look at the equation. But there's no plan for society. There's plans for, there's economic plans all over the bloody countryside. 
but there's no plan to build public confidence. You're not, even at the end of this pandemic, the immediate pandemic, the current COVID-19 pandemic we've got, you're still going to have an ongoing pandemic issue from a public health point of view, mental health. We've got massive domestic violence issues around the country. People have neglected their general health because basically, especially here in Victoria, if you went outside, you were 100% guaranteed to get the virus, according to our government. There's no, no government here in Australia, especially Victoria, and the federal government have got They've got a jobs plan, and that's fine. What about a society plan? What's your plan to bring people back together? What's your plan to reintegrate socialising into the economy? Jobs don't fix the economy. Jobs fix 50% of the economy. It's people spending money. But if you keep people apart, if you keep, you know, Say we get, like I said, say we get the vaccine and the treatment. You've had people apart for so long now, they're not going to snap back together. You know, as Scott Morrison wanted, he wanted a snap back for the Australian economy. Turns out we're in recession. Now, China's solely to blame for this. I don't give a stuff what you say. Not the people. The CCP is to blame for this not the people. You've got to distinguish between government and population. And the problem you get is that as soon as you say China's to blame for this, the anti-racists assume you're talking about the people. No, you're not. You're talking about the bloody government, you ratbags. If there is no plan, if the only plan a government has is jobs, then that's only a money plan. That is not an economic plan. You can't base the economy on money alone. You've got to base the economy on bringing people back together. You know, this bullshit that's been going on here in Victoria about, you know, keeping people apart keeps us together. No, it doesn't. You keep people apart for too long, they won't come back together. And whilst there is a rebellion happening here in Victoria because people are sick and tired of the bullshit coming out of fucking Spring Street, the lack of information, the obfuscation of information, the BS from the health department, you know, for example, parts of Victoria have, you know, had a, a spike of nine cases and six hours later they've had no cases for six weeks. You know, the health department's not being honest. The government's not being honest. So if you only, if your only plan is for jobs, that fixes your money problem. That does not fix your economy. Your economy cannot just be based around money. It has to be based around human interaction. Having a jobs plan only fixes your money problem. That's it. The way Scott Morrison was talking yesterday, he had the blinkers on. Jobs, 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 fix the economy. No, it doesn't fix the economy. It fixes the monetary side of the economy, but that's all it does. Society helps the economy, bringing people back together. 
Now, Australia is going for suppression. New Zealand went for elimination. Taiwan went for elimination. Now, Taiwan needs to come into the world. Right? Taiwan's got to come into the world. Forget the freaking takeover by China. Look, those of us who are long-term unemployed, and I'm on disability employment platform, are going to be longer-term unemployed because anyone who lost the jobs this year will get first pickings of any new job. You can't rely on jobs to fix the fucking economy. You've got to rely on other factors. And at the moment, no government here in Australia has got any idea how to forward think theory future. All right. There's no plan being told to the public about what happens Say we get the vaccine and the treatment in September. What happens then? Why? Either, number one, they have no fucking idea what they're going to do, which is highly likely. Two, they have a theory, but they're concerned that the theory may backflip. Again, highly likely. Three, they don't want the public to come back together. They are relying purely on jobs to fix the economics. Doesn't work that way. I've run small businesses in the past myself. I've managed small businesses. Okay. Money doesn't fix your problem. Money does not fix your problem. Money helps a problem, but it doesn't fix it. You can't just rely on a jobs market to fix all your problems. You keep people at home, they've got money, what are they going to spend it on? Victoria is in real trouble. We're now the worst state in the country for COVID-19. We've got massive community transfer, transmission in this state. We are creeping up you know, you could sort of make a a, um, a parallel path to some parts of the UK and the US. Um, we have got severe community transmission. We're getting about nine cases a day just in community. We had a spike yes day before yesterday of 21 cases. We got 18 yesterday. We've probably got another 20-odd today when the numbers come out. You are not going to fix the economy with jobs. I don't give a flying fuck what you think. Jobs don't fix an economy. They fix the money side of the economy. Money doesn't fix your problems. Australia's in a freaking recession the first time in 20 some, 29 odd years. We've had 29 years of consistent growth. We got through the GFC. The CHO and the CMOs around the country, they don't give a fuck about the economy. That's not their job to give a fuck about the economy. But they also don't have a plan to bring back public confidence. Now, you've got to make the distinction between the chief office, health officers around the country and the frontline workers. 
They're exhausted. They're tired. You don't see the chief health officers or medical officers of the country in hospitals. They're in buildings with bureaucrats. The other half, she's a frontline worker. She's been battling this since day one of it started. Money doesn't fix your fucking problem. And any government that thinks money will solve the economy, rethink it. I just, you know, it makes you wonder a lot whether or not, I mean, Trump stood up to China. Tough for me to say, but good on him. Maurice Payne, our foreign minister, slapped a diplomatic punch right across Xi Jinping's nose yesterday, I think it was, or day before yesterday. Good on her. So she bloody well should have. I think Australia made a catastrophic mistake in making China the be-all and end-all of Australia's trade because we've got fuck all on the shelves now because everything we get comes out of China. Right now, the only way Australia will come out of this is if, number one, the government looks at trying to build public confidence, which they haven't released a plan for that. Number two, forget about the fucking money. Start looking at the social divide that's around. Okay, start accepting the stake that's been driven through society needs to be stitched back together. You've got the plan for jobs. You now need the plan for public confidence. You now need to bring the community back together. If we get the vaccine and the treatment by the end of this year, you need a way of helping the public come back together. And the chief health officers and Australia's chief medical officer need to stay out in front. They cannot disappear into this. And the same can be said around the world. Europe, UK, US, everything. You've got to be seen to help the public come back together. However, what's this little Victorian going to do? Oh, another thing to consider. My main channel viewers will know this. I've spoken about this many times. New viewers here may not know. I do have mental health issues. And those of us who have ha who do suffer depression and anxiety and other mental health issues have battled this. Life hasn't been easy for a lot of the world. Life has been tougher for those with mental health problems, much tougher. Isolation. I mean, you sit on the fence and you take a world view of this and you can see the damage that's been done. But 
no one has taken Trump has taken a massive swipe at China and so he should Scott Morrison has said nothing Maurice Payne came out a couple of days ago our foreign minister and absolutely belted China and good on her so she goddamn should you see the thing is I'm not racist because the Chinese people are not the problem. You need to distinguish between race, religion and government in this. The Chinese people are not the problem. The Chinese government is the problem. But the anti-racists will get on your curve straight away for that. I'll say one thing. This country needs to grow balls and stand up for what we believe in as Aussies. But I mean, when you sit on the fence and you look at the damage around the world, it's catastrophic. But who cares? Who... Who cares? The only way you are going to fix this problem, apart from getting the vaccine and the treatment, is not fucking jobs. Jobs are not going to fix everything. You've got to repair society's fabric. You've got to... And I said this ages ago on the Backyard Tech podcast. Once, If you get the vaccine and the treatment before the end of this year, you've got to move very quickly to build public confidence. You've got to get people out of their homes. You've got to get them moving. And you've got to get them moving very, very, very quickly. If you have a vaccine and a treatment, you've got to get them moving. I hate to say this, um, because I have many friends overseas. Very good friends. I hate to say this, but Australia's borders need to stay shut for a long time. We need to look after ourselves before we worry about the rest of the fucking world. Look after us, then look after our friends in the Pacific. Have a bit of a chin wag with our friends over in the US and a bit of a chin wag with the British. Have a bit of a chin wag with the Indians. Then worry about the rest of the fucking world. We've got to look after us first. Because if we don't, fuck, dude, I'll move to the US. Don't know where. Some of my US friends might want to tell me where I could move to. Somewhere where there's a lot of audio and computer stuff. It's just phenomenal. It's bullshit. That's what it is. Anyway, there we are. Backyards non-tech channel. This is the sort of stuff you can expect. We'll be covering everything outside of tech that I follow. I mean, news stories on radio and TV, sports stuff, economic stuff, social, political, you know, all that type of stuff. So there we go. My new channel. See what else crops up. Don't forget, you'll find links to the main Backyard Tech channel in the banner at the top of this page. Okay, um, 
you know, at least this, this channel I'll be able to say what I think about other stuff. Also, this is non-tech. So if you want tech stuff, you've got to head to my main channel. All right, this is all non-tech stuff. Okay, if you want a tech video, you've got to head over to my main channel and comment on a recent video. Anyway, so there we go. Sitting on the fence. See what happens next. Cheers.